Hi, everybody. This is Albert Hardy for Bible Prophecy Radio. I want to talk to you in this Easter Lenten season, as it's called around here, about the immortality of the soul. You see, without that, we don't die and go to heaven. We don't die and go to hell and live forever and burn. No, but let me just point you to a scripture that you might not have seen before. And that would be 1 Timothy 6, starting in verse 14. That you keep this commandment without spot, unrebukable, until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which in his times he shall show, who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who only has immortality, dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto, whom no man hath seen, nor can see, to whom be honor and power everlasting. Amen. Unquote. Well, if Jesus is the only one who has immortality besides God and the Holy Spirit, then we don't have it. We don't have an immortal soul. We are a soul, but we're not immortal. Immortality was introduced into Western thought by Plato. It's not in your Bible. Yeah, you heard me right. It's not in our Bible. It's not in my Bible. It's not in your Bible, unless somebody transliterated it in there or into it. It's not there in the original Greek or Hebrew. Now I'd like to go to the 20th chapter, actually the 21st chapter of Revelation. Listen to this. This is so full of hope and good news. I thought it would fit really well right in here. Well, verse 14 of chapter 20 ends with this. And death and the grave were cast into the lake of fire. How can hell be put into hell? Because they're different. They're Greek words. Per, P-U-R, is the Greek word for, um, for fire. The lake of per. And hell, here translated um, from Hades in the Greek, means grave. It has nothing to do with eternal fire, period. Now, we're cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. We die once, but we're raised back to life again. And if we haven't received Jesus and made our decision before we die, then that decision will have to be made then in the resurrection. And so we'd have to be human in order to die a second time, a second death. So here's verse or chapter 21. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. 
For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Can you imagine a world with no sea? Well, instead, lots of lakes and rivers. What would be wrong with that? It'd be more beautiful and more accessible and more habitable for a lot more people. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven, the throne, saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. Uh, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You mean to tell me we're not going to heaven when we die or when we're resurrected either? Not at that time. Uh, that's the way I'm going to put it. But he does say that God is coming to live with us. Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them. That's unmistakable. You can't transliterate that away. And they shall be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. Did you know that was in there? And he, God, shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. You have a dead relative? A dead someone that you love? Well, we all have had that and still do in some cases. And there shall be no more death, no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any pain any more, for the former things are passed away. Can't we see that? Can't we believe that? Can't we grasp onto that? Because we don't die and go immediately to heaven and have no more pain. We don't go to hell and have no more pain forever and ever. No, 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 no. No. Hell is, I mean, when people get burnt up by God with the purpose of destroying them, they're done forever. They're not coming back. They're not feeling pain anymore. It says so right there. There will be no more pain. Neither will there be any more pain. For the former things are passed away. Let's start believing our Bibles. Verse 5, And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write this down, or I added this down, but write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. They are come to pass. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. You don't earn it. You don't pay for it. It's a gift upon repentance and acceptance of our great Savior, Jesus. Verse 7, He that overcomes shall inherit all things. In the Moffat translation, the words all things are rendered the universe. <laughs> wow, are you kidding me? 
he that overcomes shall inherit the universe, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful of judgment and the unbelieving, and I added the of judgment, and the abominable, the murderers, whoremongers, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. God is in the process of eliminating all evil. Satan himself will die the death and stay dead forever. Okay, as an aside, we'll go and see that. That happens to be in Ezekiel and chapter 28, verse, I believe it's 18 and 19. Let's just read it. Well, I'm going to back up to... uh, Verse 13, you have been in, the, in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering, and it lists them. Um, of your pipes, um, you were prepared in the day that you were created. You are the anointed cherub that covers. And I have set you so, and you were upon the holy mountain of God, You have walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. These are powerful images of things we know nothing about. You were perfect in all your ways until the day that iniquity was found in you. And in verse 16, he says, By the multitude of your travels for trading, as the word merchandise should be rendered, I guess, They have filled the midst of you with violence, and you have sinned. Therefore, I will cast you as profane out of the mountain or government of God, and I will destroy you, O covering cherub, Um, from the midst of the stones of fire. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty, and you have corrupted your wisdom by reason of your brightness." I will cast you to the ground. I will lay you before kings that they may behold you. You have defiled your sanctuaries by the multitude of your iniquities, by the iniquity of your traffic. Therefore, I will bring a fire from the midst of you, from inside of you. You can't get away from that. It shall devour you, and I will bring you to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all them that behold you. All they that know you, this is verse 19 of Ezekiel 28, all they that know you among the peoples shall be astonished at you. You shall be a terror, and never shall you be any more. Wow, most people will never hear that or read it. Ezekiel 28, especially verses 18 and 19. Now let's go back to Revelation um, 21 and uh, go to verse 9. And there came 
unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues, and talked with me, saying, Come up here, I will show you the bride, the lamb's wife. That's us. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain, and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of God, or out of heaven from God. Having, verse 11, having the glory of God, and her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. And it had a great and high wall, and twelve gates, and at the gates twelve angels, and the names written thereon, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. That's interesting. Verse 13, on the east there were three gates, on the north same, in the south three gates, in the west three gates. And the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and in them the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city, and the gates thereof, and the wall thereof. And the city lies four square. I want to drop down to uh, verse 22. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun. That's S-U-N, like our, our sun that will give you a sunburn. Neither of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God made it light up, or did lighten it. And the Lamb is the lamp or light thereof. Then, in verse 24, he says this, And the nations of them which are saved, notice it's the, the saved, there's no more rebels, they're all dead and gone, shall walk in the light of it, and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor to it. And the gates of it shall not be shut, at all by day, and there shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it, and there shall be, or I'm sorry, and there shall in no wise, by no means, enter into it anything that defiles, neither that which works abomination or makes a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Wow. And then in chapter 22, he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear, bright as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of, of, and of the Lamb. And in the midst of the street of it, on either side of the river, there was the tree of life, which bore twelve manner of fruits. And yielded her fruit every month, and the leaves were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. That's you and me. Wow. And they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads, that is, in their thoughts. And there shall be no night there, and no need of a candle or lamp, 
and neither the light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. These sayings, verse 6, are faithful and true, and the Lord God of the holy spirits of the prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. He says in verse 7, Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is that is he that keeps these sayings of the prophecy of this book. Amen. And I saw, I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. And he said, See that you don't do that. I'm only a servant, your fellow servant, and of your brethren, the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book. That's you and me. He says, Worship God. And he said unto me, Don't seal the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust or unrighteous, let him still stay that way. Do unrighteousness still. And he that is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And then these are the words of Jesus again. Verse 12, Behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according to his work, as his work shall be. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, wash their robes, that is, are spiritually spotless, I wrote in the margin, through Christ and keeping his commandments and doing what he wants done. We're his stewards, his servants. We don't own any of this stuff. No, we are merely stewards, workers. And it's a royal privilege to be one of his children. Wow. And that they might have the right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates of the city into it. For without our dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loves and makes a lie, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things to the churches or in the churches. I am the root and offspring of David. Both the root and offspring? Yep. The bright and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, Come, let him that hears say, Come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. Wow, that's so cool. For I testify unto every man that hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add thereto, Add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of this book, God shall take away his part out of the book or tree of life, and out of the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. 
He that testifies these things says, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. And that ends the book of Revelation. Well, I hope I hope that you've enjoyed this and gotten encouragement from it because it is so awesome and wonderful. We don't read the book of Revelation much anymore, and we certainly don't understand immortality or the future, but we need to. May God help us all to understand. If you want to know more, go to my website, itellwhy.com. That's the letter I. Then the word tell, T-E-L-L, and Y, W-H-Y, dot com. You can read my eight books there. They're all for free. There's not an ad in there anywhere. I'm not trying to make money with this. So may God bless you and guide you this day. And have a wonderful one in remembrance and honor of him. Till next time, this is Albert Hardy for Bible Prophecy Radio.